Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sustainable Finance Podcast, where you can expand your sustainable and ESG opportunities with insights from leaders in the field. I'm Paul Ellis, your host for these weekly conversations about developments in this fast-growing industry. In this episode, the Sustainable Finance Podcast continues to explore the global, sustainable, and responsible asset management landscape of firms headquartered in the European Union. I'm very pleased that Candice Bernal, Managing Director and Head of Sustainability and Digital Transformation at Ardian, a global private investment house with European roots, is here to discuss Ardian's active support of sustainability initiatives in the private investment markets. Hello, Candice, and welcome to the Sustainable Finance Podcast. Hello, Paul. Thank you for hosting me today. Yes, I'm very glad you're able to join us today. And Candice, we'll begin uh, with a question about the, the private equity industry, which has been criticized in the past for its talk but no walk approach to ESG investment integration. Ardian, on the other hand, is a female founded and female led private equity firm with 100 billion US dollars in assets under management and has been pushing a global responsible investment agenda for years. So please give our listeners some background on how Ardian actively supports the Initiative Climate International, the UN Sustainable Development Goals, and the UN PRI, as well as other initiatives in sustainable finance. Okay, with pleasure, Paul. First, as a preliminary word, uh, I would say that maybe Ardian has been more on the woke but no talk approach on sustainability for the past uh, decade and so i'm happy to share with you today uh, what has been our journey in, in this field one key uh, point in our approach as you highlighted it has been from the early days of our commitment to building extensive and, and ambitious sustainability program has been to work with our peers in the industry and the idea behind that was that obviously we can we can work on our own and we have an individual responsibility but uh, we also felt that there was a collective responsibility to contribute to social and environmental challenges of our time. And, and we had this ambition to have a contribution at scale and working with the industry was a good, uh, a good way to, uh, to increase the scale of what we can do uh, uh, in our investments and operations at Ardian. Uh, and so from, the, uh, from 2009, uh, we, uh, we have been an active uh, member of, of the PRI, uh, where we, uh, we took part to the establishment of, uh, of guidance uh, for the PE industry on how to consider uh, ESG through the investment cycle, and in particular in the due diligence phase. Um, and and uh, some years later, we also uh, have been a founding member of the uh, Initiative Clima, which is now Initiative Clima International. It was endorsed by the PRI also in, in uh, 2018. And it is the sole uh, initiative to engage the entire uh, uh, private investment industry in reducing its CO2 emissions, uh, uh, and it has produced a specific tools and frameworks to, to support this, uh, this evolution in the industry. Uh, and more recently, we have also embraced 
the SDGs of the United, the United Nations, the Sustainable Development Goals, uh, because we, we feel that's a very uh, interesting framework that everyone can understand uh, uh, to, to um, to fill uh, the ultimate goal of what we do with our sustainability program, which is basically to contribute to, uh, to have a positive impact on social and environmental uh, challenges that, that we currently face. Uh, and to, to do that, we have uh, started mapping our uh, uh, portfolio companies uh, using the, the SDGs. Uh, and it was a very interesting work. It was very much appreciated and, and welcomed by, our, by the managers of our portfolio companies because I think it, it gave them a better sense of um, how ESG uh, can bring value to their business and can protect value, help them to, uh, to, to shape a resilient future for their company. Well, thank you very much for that introduction, Candice. Now, you mentioned in, your, in these comments that you started working on a sustainability platform within Ardian in 2009. Is that when you began building Ardian's diverse group of sustainability specialists that work with the firm's sustainability committee? Um, and when you were choosing those people to join your team, what criteria did you use to choose these specialists? Yeah, um, indeed, we had a very practical, very incremental approach in developing our, our program. Um, and so um, we, we built a strong team over time and I will come back uh, on that in a minute. But one, one key, uh, uh, key feature of our DNA, I would say, with regards ESG and sustainability within Audion, is that from the early days, we chose to uh, empower our teams, empower our managers in the portfolio companies. And to do that, we have invested heavily in training our teams, building uh, tools, frameworks that can support an actual incorporation of ESG all, all along the investment cycle from the deal teams. And we have also built uh, a strong engagement program to help our portfolio companies and GPs to identify uh, their ESG priorities and and to uh, and to have concrete roadmap of actions to be implemented over time, and uh, so we've started building these tools and and trainings and frameworks as from 2009 2010. Uh, but that's true that. Um, considering the increasing breadth and depth of, of, of topics relating to sustainability, uh, we also felt the need to uh, internalize a strong expertise in, in the field, uh, which is more and more technical. And that was the rationale to, uh, to hire uh, ESG, ESG specialists to support me as from uh, 2015. Uh, we have now a, a, a team of five with very complementary background. I would say that the common point uh, between the team members is that they all have very strong academics uh, in sustainability. Uh, but in addition to that, they brought different backgrounds and experience. Uh, um, one of them had an experience, a strong expertise in ESG reporting and experience with working in, in NGOs. 
Another one uh, brought uh, our expertise in terms of impact measurement, impact management. Another one had uh, 15 years of experience in, in uh, the in industry and the energy sector. Uh, he is an engineer. So you see, uh, it's, it's, it's a concentrated team, but with very complementary backgrounds that help us manage the diverse uh, uh, the diversity of uh, expectations and, and requests that we receive uh, on an everyday basis. Great, Candice. Now you just mentioned that you do engage with the GPs on an ongoing basis and yeah. that your team is very strong in that capability. Uh, that has been one criticism of, I think, the private equity markets or the private investment markets in general is that uh, they're rather opaque when it comes to engagement uh, because of the privacy issues involved, of course. How does Audion deal with those kinds of, of privacy issues uh, when you're talking to GPs uh, about sustainability strategies? Um, I cannot speak for the market, but our experience has been that uh, it's, uh, it's possible to engage with GPs and with portfolio companies. Um, and it's also different from my perspective to engage and to monitor uh, ESG practices and progress uh, from uh, communicating to external stakeholders uh, and, to a, and to a wide audience. And for example, we uh, capitalize a lot on the work that we do in engaging with GPs and portfolio companies to uh, provide uh, appropriate information to our investors with regard what we do and the progress we see in our portfolio. Uh, but this information is dedicated to the investors of the funds. It's not a public information. Uh, that's how we manage uh, the, 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 the privacy that, uh, uh, that some players are still uh, uh, very um, keen on, on maintaining in the, in, in the industry. Okay, well, thank you very but much. It, it, from my perspective, it, yeah, it's absolutely not an obstacle to do things and to work with people. <laughs> good, good. Yes, well, that's, that's important to know. And I, I know in the U.S. also, I've spoken to other people or people in the, uh, on the private equity side, and they say the GPs here are also starting to be more cooperative than they have been in the past. So now, Candice, how is Ardian targeting the large universe of important companies and industries that need to be pushed on adopting sustainability practices? Uh, our approach to, to that is that our role as a long-term uh, investor is to support and to fuel uh, positive changes in a wide range of companies uh, is, uh, in, in, in various uh, sectors. So what we try to do is to really drive positive impact at scale which may be different from a very focused approach that you can find at some impact investing fund. Uh, but this universe uh, is also limited in terms of size. If you refer to the, to the gene figures, uh, if I remember well, uh, it's still uh, a market below 1 trillion, uh, which is not 
uh, enough from my perspective uh, to uh, really accelerate uh, the changes we need with the proper magnitude that we need to fight the climate change and to reduce inequalities that we see in our society. Uh, so what we, what we do uh, in our investments is that when we uh, consider investment opportunities, we try to identify the exposure of, and the contribution of, of, a, de, of a, a company uh, to, uh, to social and environmental uh, issues. Uh, and the idea for us is to make sure that we can uh, improve of the situation and the practices and the contribution of the company uh, and to work with them to, to drive, uh, to maximize this positive contribution. And in some company, that means to really uh, lead uh, 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 a very deep transformation of, of the business. And obviously, uh, that's not necessarily something that we can do with the right range of companies, also considering uh, uh, an investment period which is typically uh, between uh, four to, to seven years. But we, we had recent examples of opportunities that we decided to drop because we identified negative contribution on, on climate, for example, and not the proper levers to, to address them and to transform the business. On the contrary, we invested recently in a company in France doing uh, packaging for the food industry. And the condition to do this deal was that we expect to, to shift the business with a roughly 12% of sales in sustainable products to a range of 40 to 60% of the sales in sustainable products. So I think that this example is really illustrative of how uh, we can really drive and accelerate drastically changes in companies to have a positive contribution to, to society and to environment. That's quite a transformation for that company. Congratulations that they've agreed to, to accelerate that pace, and I hope it goes well. During the last two years, Ardian has developed a methodology to work as part of the firm's sustainable buyout investment approach, which capitalizes on the characteristics of buyouts. What are these characteristics, Candice, and how do you identify the opportunities to shape them with a strong hand? The characteristic of the sustainable buyout, in our view, the first leverage on traditional, I would say, features of the buyout, long-term investment, active ownership. For the sustainable buyout, we will keep a very highly selective approach with the idea to, to target uh, top financial performance, but in addition to that, also have a positive impact on social and environmental aspects. And the, the other, the second very important feature that will uh, support this objective is to, to really drive deep transformation in the companies that we, uh, that we work with. But, the, but with the idea, again, to scale a broad spectrum of companies into sustainable and resilient businesses. It's not, it's not focused on very thematic uh, niche investments. The idea is really to do a work at scale. And two other aspects which are very 
importance in our vision of the sustainable buyout is that we are accountable of the impact of our investments. I mean, social and environmental impact. And that was the rationale also for uh, uh, building uh, a new measurement methodology that helps us to better capture all our impacts be it positive or negative, and to be able to report on them to our stakeholders. And finally, we see a strong alignment between uh, sustainability and, and financial performance. So the idea of the sustainable buyout is to really leverage uh, social and environmental issues to, uh, to nurture the, the resilience and the growth potential of companies. And, and we expect that it will also help us to, to further continue our profit-sharing approach with, uh, with all the employees of, of our portfolio companies. Excellent. Well, you've also worked with a number of companies to realize ESG integration improvements in their business models. So please, can you share a couple of examples with our audience and, and how these learnings and practices are being integrated into the firm's North American investment strategy? Yeah, with pleasure. That's true that since 2009, when we started building our engagement program for our portfolio companies and GPs, we have uh, uh, provided almost 130 companies with individual ESG roadmaps. So we have quite a, quite a, a good experience now and we have uh, assessed 230 GPs. And uh, along this, uh, this experience, I have some, some examples in mind in very different in industry sectors. For example, uh, we have been a shareholder of of the British airport, uh, London Luton Airport, uh, for uh, five years. And during this period, we have helped them in reducing their CO2 emissions. And it uh, conduced to reduce CO2 uh, intensity of the airport by 50%. And at the same time, a very ambitious program to uh, improve working conditions uh, of employees was designed and implemented and uh, allowed to, to reduce absenteeism by 50% as well during the same period. Another example, pretty different that I have in mind is a German company producing uh, cosmetics for hotels uh, that we have supported uh, from 2013-14 to 2013-18, and which which really leverage the the customer expectations in terms of having sustainable products to uh, to develop quickly its green product line. Sales of their green products uh, has more than tripled during our ownership, and at the same time, uh, they have uh, done a lot of work in reducing packaging, allowing to reduce uh, plastic by 40%. In, uh, in their products. So these are some samples, very concrete, show that sustainability, it's not only about aspiration, it's, it's, it, it relies a lot on very concrete actions, which benefit can be, uh, can be quantified uh, and, and monitored over time. And uh, our idea for uh, North America, where we have started uh, developing our direct investment, is also to is to continue to have a very 
individualized approach to companies and assets that we support uh, to identify with, with them the right priorities which have a material impact on society and environment. Uh, and that, that's what we've started doing with LBC, an oil and gas company operating in the US where uh, um, an ambitious health and, safe, and safety plan has already been uh, designed and started implementing, allowing to, to reduce accident frequency rate by three, only in three years. So the idea is to yeah, continue to, to, to leverage our experience and the engagement of uh, managers in the portfolio companies. Again, we come back to this idea to empower people. It's not only Audion on its own that can drive the changes we need globally as a society. Uh, so we have to really uh, work hand in hand with our community to, um, to meet our objectives. Candice, uh, we're going to ask you for a very brief uh, answer to the following question because uh, we're getting close on time, but mm -hmm. there are in audience sustainable investment model you work with four what I would call key performance indicators. What are they and how many of the four are required for Audien to consider a specific investment opportunity? Uh, as I explained, we have worked for years with a very uh, micro bottom-up bottom -up approach. Uh, but over the recent years, we felt a need to have uh, very clear thematic priorities that everyone within Ardian and outside of Ardian ca can understand. And that was the rationale to establish uh, this set of four priorities, which are climate action, uh, diversity and equal opportunities, profit sharing, and uh, governance and ethics. We will not uh, screen uh, investments only based on these topics, but uh, we will try to, to, to push the practice, the good practices uh, in all our investments, uh, considering these four priorities. Excellent. Well, Candice, thank you very much for your time today. I wish we had more time to further this discussion, but we'll may, maybe we'll do another program in the future. With pleasure. Thanks a lot, Paul. Yes. Well, my guest on today's program has been Candice Bernard. Managing Director and Head of Sustainability and Digital Transformation at Audium. Candice, where can Sustainable Finance Podcast subscribers learn more about your work at Audium and how can they get in touch with you for more information about topics we've discussed on the podcast program today? Uh, they can easily find more information on our sustainability uh, uh, developments on the uh, Audian website uh, on audian.com uh, where they can find our new sustainability report which which uh, will provide them with a, I think a good overview of uh, our recent uh, achievements and in our projects uh, and uh, they should not hesitate to contact the sustainability team sustainability team at uh, audian.com uh, or they can also reach out uh, through LinkedIn Thank you very much. Again. Thank you again, Paul. <laughs> yes, thanks again, Candice Bernard of Audion, and to our listeners. Please join us again next week for another episode. I'm Paul Ellis, your host for the Sustainable Finance Podcast.